Let's do a show. show. Hello. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Cross Play Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Fontana, and over there is Andy Asimakis. How you doing, Andy? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but no, I am Andy, and that is Corey, and Stephen is doing something about New World tomorrow. So you're taking a little nappy time, a little downtime, but for those who are here, Thank you on the Twitch live watching us doing this amazing, amazing show. This is, of course, the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast, the world's number one gaming news podcast starring people you've never heard of. Definitely. It's not, it's not even, not even probably anymore. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely. This, this show posts every week, hopefully on Tuesday and or Wednesday for your listening pleasure. I'm your podcaster as a choice. Everything. Spotify, YouTube, Google. It's all there. Whatever Apple's, whatever Apple's doing. Uh, quick shout out to our amazing Patreon producers. That is FNH Paul, Vegas Girl on Fire, and Colton, the Apprentice Nestler. Thank you for your support. And with that, listeners let's get into the show with a segment i adore and i won't do the thing like steven does it's the adventures in gaming Corey, <laughs> what's 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 on your plate what are you playing as of late and um, that rhymed yeah oh so that the, means it's good <laughs> the, the thing i was playing the most this week was uh wedding simulator um it's i don't know if you've heard about it it's called oh yes yes you, yes yes you, yes you pick the woman you uh want to spend the rest of your life with and then you decide to have a wedding mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so that was pretty much what i was doing for the majority of my week so um mm -hmm. you guys don't mm -hmm. get to hear me for a third week in a row talk about uh new world and uh far cry 6 uh because you know <laughs> i've done that yeah uh, we did it but that's what i did i got married on saturday uh to the the the, the woman my, of my dreams uh you know we we wanted to make sure we got married before we mm -hmm. had been uh together for 10 years um so that's where mm -hmm. we finally did it I'm, we tied the bow <laughs> yeah we we finally tied the knot uh andy was our best gay man for the wedding uh who was also our mm -hmm. uh cinematographer uh, slash yes slash videographer cinematographer director. yeah all that, uh, all that good shit. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, I. I. I can't wait till you get the edit of that, where you just go through the video and we add a bunch of stuff, and that'll be fun and exciting. Mm. Uh, and for those, I know, I, I don't know. We may or may not show the video 
of the wedding too, or we'll probably show some pictures later on. Um, if you're part of the uh, dual screens Patreon or the Discord, which you get access to when you sign up for the Patreon, um, I will probably put some of the pictures for the wedding in there when they are done, because uh, it was a Mad Hatter tea party wedding for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was quite a themed wedding. Uh, it was that very was really nice, cute. very nice and exciting. A beautiful day considering here on the coast usually it rains every single day and uh we made it happen um so that's what i was doing other than that the only other things i've been playing is uh for those who don't know Mm -hmm. today is tuesday every tuesday what happens especially Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the month the first tuesday of every month we get the brand new ps plus games and the brand new ps now games so i got to try my hand at uh super trouble or what is it trouble super trouble is it super trouble i don't know uh class oh that one that they showed at the last yeah yeah the class trouble uh class trouble sure whatever it is uh i've played that (laughs) now Mm -hmm. i liked it i thought it was fun um i do like it's a very different compared to the among us a lot of people thought it would be the example exact exact same thing uh but the differences with this one is that the uh enemies are actually can actually help you and that's the whole point is they're trying to act like real people and try to help the party out so what they'll do is they'll go help you through a couple worlds and levels and stuff like that and then what they'll do is purposely make you fail the mission so that you die um the problem Mm -hmm. is is that with that in mind the only issue is is that you have to have voice chat this game without voice chat talking to everybody else is absolutely almost impossible there's just too much um things you have to do you have to describe shapes to people and doors to get doors to open to do yeah like there's there's because what they've done is um (laughs) if you have to open up a door it's there's two keypads there and two people have uh-huh. to go to the keypads, and then you have to go. It just says, describe to the other player what you see. And so you have to describe mm-hmm. what image you see. They have to select that image. And then when they select that image, then it, if both people do it properly, then it, it, it you know opens the door for you. But if you can't talk, I don't know how you're supposed to do this. So it's interesting. I think this is maybe a game um where we get a couple of the people in our patreon discord group together you andy maybe steve taylor you know purge we get all those guys Mm -hmm. together maybe some matt murray and we uh, play a game like that i think this would be fun but as it sits right now um it would be a little tough uh the other game i played was uh celeste because that came on to play Mm. playstation now i've never tried celeste before um that's a really good game yeah joe talked my ear off about it I saw it came up. I downloaded it. I played it this afternoon. What a great game. It's a very simple, not simple, I guess, but it's a challenging puzzle platformer. Mm-hmm. But I just love the way it is now. I'm not very far, but what a great game that is. But um, enough about that. Andy, we haven't seen you for two weeks. I'm assuming you did more mm-hmm. than play with the Bears while you were on vacation. So what were you playing? Yeah. Um, according to the show notes, I was playing porn game, <laughs> which that wasn't, I don't there know. Is a ga- Listen, ever, ever since we covered like some hentai games last October for Halloween, spooky game month celebration nonsense, which I, I, will I admit, had like, so the people that want to know, I was a little bit mm. of an influence on Andy for this when it came to certain games. 
there are right. cer- certain games ever since out, but since then that's all ever I since now. then i've had a couple of games on my wish list because i like the idea of a castlevania retro sprite based action adventure platformer that has like fucking in it it just that idea <laughs> is so amusing to me and again as a gay man i can appreciate like pixel boobies yeah. so much more i think than most people would so there's this game that came out it's called castle in the cloud it's a, it's essentially castlevania but like there's demon fucking in it and you can be a prostitute if your lust level is high enough it's it's so it's so nuts it was like a weekend playing through it while i was in nantucket so it's so comical but it's such a well-crafted game in terms of mechanics like it plays like very solid like there's actual gameplay thought and care put into it someone designed the real game and then drew pixel tits all over the place and it's amazing so there's well, that. Isn't, isn't that how most of those <laughs> games are though like the i remember right you, they're the, all for those yeah. who want to know like if you guys did not listen to the episode that andy did with uh nataku games um it was mm. very interesting to hear that it a lot of these games that come out as poor porn games actually don't start as mm-hmm. porn games they're developers that bring them the game done without porn in it 90 percent of the time and they say i want this game to get out what can you do to help me to make it so that it branches to that porn audience and then what they do is then they release this non-censored version out afterwards that, and it's it just yes, seems to do yes. well right there's the safe for work and the not safe for work version everything exactly loaded on steam I'm like, nah, I'm going to play the adult version because... Or on Switch. I can handle those things. Because now Switch just or seems to Or on Switch, be, yeah. yeah. Right. So, play a little bit of that. I played um, some Let's Build a Zoo, which is out this Friday on, um, I believe, just Steam. Okay, okay. And that game, again, if you recall from the interview a few months back, it's you run a zoo and you can, like, splice all the species to make these hideous mutations and creations if you want if you want to go down that road you can be like a moral good guy zookeeper and just be like on the up and up and do right by your animals but got this game and i gotta say it was a little overwhelming like it throws a lot of systems at you like i went from building a small enclosure to going to or was it Australia to get two two bunny rabbits mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. dumped them in there. And then it's like, where's the water? They're starving. They're going to die. This is boring. Get more animals. Build this. Build the pizza hut. Build a Coke machine. I was like, oh my God, I, I just started the game. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to take a step back and like reassess this, but it's still super cute. And I think once I get the hang of it with all of its complex systems, I'm going to love it so much. Um, I finished Metroid Dread. Metroid Dread, so I think. How I was that? This point, I think I can now say with confidence it is my favorite Metroid game of all time. This hands hands down. It's just the best. It's, it's, it's like a no contest situation for me, yeah. Like I thought maybe... Super Metroid would come close or the first Metroid Prime in terms of like the best Metroid games out there, but this is just so far and beyond better. 
which is a good thing because those games should get better over time. So I cannot praise that game enough. I love it. I want more of it. It sold really well. So we're going to get more. Yeah, that's really it. And then, you know, playing some horror stuff. I've been playing uh, through Silent Hill for the 10th time because I have to around Halloween. Clock Tower 2 the other day because it was in my mind after a really, 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 really long interview that I did on Sunday. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's really it. Just I'm trying to go through some old stuff, too. And I bought Deathloop the other day because it was on sale. So that's going to be. Oh, Deathloop's Hopefully. amazing. Deathloop's so good. <laughs> Hopefully. It's, it's, I hope people just play more of that yeah. game. I got Deathloop and I got Tribes of Midgard. We're both on sale on Amazon, so I bought those. Spending money I should be spending at this point. But um, with that, I think we should segue into the indie news update. To start things off, two two friends of the show, to the rescue and unpacking, are both out right now, today. Go buy them, please. Or if you have a game pass, play unpacking on that because it's on Game Pass. So at least try it out. It's very zen, very calming, very relaxing, very emotional. So try that out. And to the rescue, you know, you're in a dog shelter. It's it's intense and satisfying. And again, it's Sarah McLaughlin in the background <laughs> adopting dogs and save all the puppies while you're trying to play. So those are out today. So pick them up. And lastly, we have an update for one of my favorite games. Metroidvania games in recent memory. Oh. Bloodstained Ritual Night is getting a DLC update. A new character, but this character will not be from the world of Bloodstained. Okay, to quote okay. the, recent blo- the recent blog post from the Bloodstained team, we have been working closely with a well-known partner to bring their character and a friend into the game Corey what do you think this could be my mind goes did they did they talk to Konami is there gonna be I a mean, Belmont in this game it could or, or it, is it, it gonna go be something way. super crazy like it's Banjo-Kazooie well they say it's a person and their partner the other option is too it could be two playable characters could it not right or it, or it could one... be like it could be like a character with like a little mascot character that goes along with it. Oh, you know? like wait a second. A dog or a dragon or I don't fucking know. Well, see, there's there's lot when as soon as you say that, it could be a lot of things. It could be Ratchet and Clank. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It could be Kratos and Boy. I mean that they're partners. Could right? be. Could, could be, be Kratos and Boy. Could be Shovel Knight and uh, the other partner. Well, he's a, he's in the game Shovel Knight as a unlockable costume. Oh, he is? Okay. So he's, okay already he's already in there. He's already in there. He's in there. He's in huh. there. But, huh. yeah, I don't know. I feel like it could be it could anyone. Be, it but could it be really... Stephen Fontana and Andy Ackerman. Andy is just, sure. Andy I mean, just came in there. He went like, you know what? You know, we're so big. 
listen. You got to you we are one wanna... that sell your game. You've got to do something I don't want to I don't care about the yeah, royalties. You... Just put me in the that's game. That's how... how you shut down a company, Corey. By putting Andy <laughs> and Steve in it. That's Two you guys you've never heard of. Yeah. Like what the fuck is this nonsense in my game? <laughs> want a refund? Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, in all seriousness, I love how no matter who this is, this game, which is I think at this point almost two years old, it feels like, yeah, is still getting constant updates. There's a chaos mode coming up. There's like a co-op mode, a multiplayer mode. So there's a lot of shit and support for an already outstanding game so i'm really glad about that i'm and super excited for it just give us and then give us part two just don't take too long on this stuff yep. do this but then give me a proper sequel all right nice. Corey. now we get into time. the actual crossplay dual skins report mm-hmm. which the first thing i see andy is uh blizzard's basically mm-hmm. delaying everything um i know <laughs> i saw this literally before we got on the show First, mm-hmm. I don't know if mm-hmm. you heard about, I know this is not completely, but there was an also an, another article where I guess a bunch of people that had left Blizzard started a new studio and mm-hmm. there's not a single female member on the entire studio team except for a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what's going on with Blizzard mm-hmm. or the people that work there, but it just seems like Blizzard's just not in a good scenario right now everything's getting delayed well, it seems diablo to me. 2's just not running properly like everything's caught up to him finally it seems if uh you know i want to make one quick comment on that not a single female on your team thing for that new student yeah. that they opened up it seems like that's the best way to avoid any problems at blizzard just don't hire any women if you can't resist <laughs> I harassing so. people or it's like just get rid of the problem altogether if you can't control yourselves just oh that's one goodness. solution i guess that's I one guess. solution to the problem yes if you if you, but, if you have to go that route but still with, right with the idea that i don't know it's just weird because we've got diablo immortal immortals like i think we're in beta now for that but then diablo 2 still not mm-hmm. working 100 percent of the time but then they're doing updates for mm-hmm. Diablo 3, even though Diablo 2 is not working. And then now they're talking about delaying Overwatch As 2. Diablo 3 is still relevant? I guess so. I don't right. know. So like this, this is this is this is the actual the breaking news is that Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 have been delayed. Delayed. Again. Right. Well, I read this and I was like, uh, did they have any sort of actual release definite date. <laughs> release window no no not a date but like a window like i think the window originally two i think the window was originally 2021 if i'm correct when they first mm-hmm. announced it it was like coming 2021 mm-hmm. so i mean to hear now mm-hmm. that it's being delayed um to me that just tells me that i'm assuming that just like every other company it seems right now is just wanting oh, to make sure if they come up with a game that it's coming out right i am oh let let's read the official statement that okay. we have here from ign this is according oh, okay. to an sec filing activision blizzard confirmed that it was anticipating a financial uplift from the release of Overwatch watch on diablo 4 in 2022 but that is no longer the case after the delay while overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 never received an official release window 
Okay. It appears that the company was targeting 2022, but now both titles are expected in 2023 Holy or beyond. Cow, my good. So that's even worse than what I thought it was gonna yeah. be. Yeah. Right. So it looks like they were internally aiming for sometime next year, and now they're like, yeah, that ain't gonna happen at this point. Which blows Is my mind. The mobile I game even out? It's in. That's the <laughs> whole thing. Every even out? every single solitary <laughs> thing that Blizzard has come out with in the last however many years has been delayed or pushed back, or when it releases, it's just oh not God. working. What happened? I don't know. They just what happened? They were I like one know. of. They were like one of the good guys. Like I used to love. I would consume all their games. Like they were crack. Like when a new StarCraft came, I was like, "Yes, baby, StarCraft expansions, give it to me." Like it's, it's right almost like veins. it's almost now like it's like they got bought by someone and then something happened. Uh, I'm just I'm just so sour on them now. They've soured so much. I, it's, so, it's such a I don't turn-off. know. It seems like ever since they were bought by Activision, maybe I don't know if it changed any way. For supposedly they never changed the way they were running when they were bought by Activision, however long ago. But I don't know. Things have changed sure. since then. But I don't know. Either way, it's just it's well, sad. I hope it changes for them because I I don't want to see. Right. They've already got enough stuff going on right now. They, mm-hmm. you know, they need to like have something that brings people back to see the positive in the company and right i if that's whether that's dealing with uh their public image or whether that's releasing a better version of their game or a game uh Mm -hmm. they need to do something right now to help that sure so sure well speaking about being bought by a company Corey, i know i saw it did you hear the news i hope this is microsoft has microsoft has purchased sega (laughs) Is it purchased? I'm reading the article. No, no, no. I'm, this, some... I'm just, I'm just being, I'm just being a Twitter troll because people read this headline and thought, oh shit, yeah, they're so gonna be buying Sega. All right, guys, here's, here's, here's the deal. Uh, uh, Sega a... and and Microsoft and Microsoft to explore strategic alliance to create new strategic titles for Sega and establish a next-generation development environment. Uh-huh. That sounds like a whole lot of words that mean nothing. Are they gonna, do you know what it is? You know what they're going to do? I feel like it's like when a politician speaks that has no real thoughts in their head. <laughs> Maybe and this it's is... just they're vomiting some PR dribble. It's like, what are you saying? But it gets better. The Alliance would form a key part of Sega's mid-to-long-term strategy, allowing the business to move forward with, quote-unquote, Super Game, (laughs) a new initiative for developing new and innovative titles where the key focuses are global, online, community, and IP utilization. Global games in a next-generation development environment built on Microsoft's Azure cloud platform. So this, to me, reads a lot like when Sony, I would say about a year ago, maybe even two years ago, um, was like, hey, Bill Gates, Microsoft, we like your Azure platform tech. Like, we yeah. want in on that action. Yeah. Let's, let, let's, let's, let's get on that. But of course, Twitter thought that 
Sega was being acquired by Microsoft. No, it's if you people it's have just, to. It's it, just it, funny. Well, it, it, I find it. I just find it amusing. <laughs> well, it's just funny because any all anybody has to see is like something that says, "Oh, Sega and Microsoft," and everyone just jumps to like, "Oh, they're bought, they're whatever," right? And right. people right. don't realize that especially right now sega makes 90 percent of their money off of things that have nothing to do with video games or mm. like they make pachinko machine machines they make arcades they like have right but like all that didn't stuff. you hear Corey, that because of the pandemic they closed all the shops down so they're so, so they're struggling still so one. i know they, the, be, but maybe course, they're just maybe they're not due to that fact Maybe they have Game Pass friggin' arcades or something. Walk in online cloud Game Pass yeah, but arcade machines. They've they've lost so much money that they have to be bought up by Xbox because they're so I destitute. Hope not. Please just tell me that it's <laughs> this not real. Please, Nintendo. Nintendo. Listen, if it was like to be sold, I'll... Nintendo would be, I think, the first person to buy. I think it would be the first company that Sega would actually let be buy them. They've worked with them for so you long. You know what? That's what I expect. Yeah, I feel. You know what I feel? I would love for like a big time Nintendo acquisition to happen, just cause. Just Nintendo to be it like, you know what? Unheard of. Cool, like Nintendo doesn't buy companies. Here you go. We're actually we, gonna buy we, Sega. We we can we can do it too. We can do yeah. it too. We're just gonna buy Sega. Hey, you want Sonic? <laughs> Guess what? That's a Nintendo character now. Yeah. They're gonna have Mario and, or Sonic in a Mario right. suit. Uh. Oh, so, yeah. Andy, I see this thing. The next thing is a. I mean, I'm gonna have to look this up. But Red Dead Redemption remastered rumor. So, is this gonna continue to be the next trend of mm-hmm. this? So is this going to be the just generation just going to be called remaster the generation? Like it just seems that this is the constant thing, right? Like like what's going well, on here? Well, here's the thing. I feel Red Dead Redemption is a very special game. Yes. I love that game a lot. I think it changed for me like what a cowboy western game should be. It really like set the gold standard for that. And you know, Rockstar is releasing all their old shit. You know, we got the GTA stuff coming out pretty soon. Yep. And that's going to sell like gangbusters. So I'm pretty sure they thought, you know what? Red just... Dead 2 looks so fucking good. Let's just do a PC version of like Red Dead OG and release that for like 80 bucks and see what, see what happens. I don't know. Um, but yeah, listen, listen. These things sell stupidly well and they everything cost does nothing to make well i know what rockstar you know shits out gold bricks for, for take two <laughs> but you know this is like one of their highest selling ips and yeah i feel like if you were to update this in some meaningful way that's not that's maybe more than just upscaling and upresing of the graphics like give it a nice like the gta collection i'm not gonna lie i was all poo-pooing on it when i first heard about it but i was like oh they put real work into this thing it looks kind of cool it preserves like the ps2 mindset and it looks kind of modern so well and the idea that they redid the control stream and everything like that i mean yeah 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 if you're gonna give us some quality of life shit and it's decently priced 
This is just one game, not three. This should cost no more than forty dollars, I imagine. I hope it's like but twenty. It's gonna be sixty. <laughs> it's gonna I be sixty because the because the DLC is in there, so that's what you're paying for. So yeah. yeah. Um. Again, I feel like this isn't gonna go away. Like remasters, remakes, We're well, remasters to see it. especially aren't going to go away there it's easy money for people as long as you do it right if you don't nintendo it that's all i ask don't give me some lazy port and charge me a full price for a game that looks like i'm playing it on the old hardware from like 30 years ago like i saw some videos of like the the switch online n64 games yeah holy shit it's criminal you're charging money for that that should not be an extra charge to people if it, I can play it better on my phone. My phone has better quality emulation than the Switch. Yeah. That's just sad. But I digress. Corey. Yep. <sighs> Speaking of Nintendo. You feel Nintendo like you should... getting a game. Yeah. It's getting a game which, if someone told me that this is in the news today, I would have been like, you're full of shit. Because this can't be real. But if they're eating a lot of spinach, they would be. Right. There is a Popeye game <laughs> coming to Switch. I mean... I, I am so... I'm at a loss for words. I guess the first question is, is there a new Popeye show, cartoon, movie, novel porno that i should be made of why is it why is this ip relevant again well the other thing is i I, I don't hate it no no yeah but i mean the question is who knows what popeye even is when was the last time we actually saw something popeye like the sad thing is someone will look at the art and be like oh that looks like it's a ripoff of um cuphead well, here's the crazy thing. I I just 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 for just for the giggles, I went on and googled Popeye, right, just to see what would come up. Now, obviously, the first thing I get is the wiki, which shows me picture of Popeye. It shows me, you know, mm-hmm. the the thing. Second thing I get is Popeye's chicken. Now, maybe we're gonna see a mm-hmm. Popeye. Like, you remember how the Burger King games we got? Maybe that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Maybe Popeye mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. because originally Popeye also got bought up by uh, Popeye. There's a there's a company in Canada that's called PopeyeCanada.com, and it's actually mm-hmm. a supplement mm-hmm. protein powder company that it's a, an actual store place that sells supplements, and they actually have got the legal rights to use Popeye in their logo. Sure. <laughs> so I I don't know. Uh-huh. If this is true i i i mean this is just a little like no it's real there's like screenshots and everything dude there's like it's an actual game it looks like something out of the late playstation 2 era of yeah. games it's like the most like cutting edge graphics but yes. someone yes put, the popeye that eats it's, the kansas it's coming on the, it's it's coming november 4th it's out in two days, Corey. It's like cost thirteen. Yes, it will so cost thirteen dollars. How was this? How was this haven hidden? Like, where? Where's all the news? On I this don't know. It even came. Why was this where's, not in the place? PlayStation State of Play. 
I don't know. Where's the hype? Where's the marketing? Let's read some of the excerpts here. You'll go through different levels, collect hearts and letters thrown by Olive, and avoid the dangers of the witch, vulture, and Popeye's rival Brutus. It's also possible to find an each and that should be eat. Find an <laughs> eat spinach to obtain powers needed to punch enemies into the sea and become faster at collecting items before they return. Wow. I I you play the spinach eating sailor in this modernized adaptation of the classic arcade game. So the arcade oh, game so this recall, is based like off Donkey Kong. Yeah, and thing. they actually did release it on the Nintendo because I originally had a right. uh, demo, um, like a demo cartridge, like that a show cartridge, and that was one of the games on it was right. Popeye. And and if it's like that, then yeah, I know exactly right. what's going to happen. But that's hilarious. Like I don't, I don't recall the catching of the letters. I mean, I forgot that part, but I know that the basic idea was it was Olive. Running along the top, throwing yeah. hearts down at you. Yeah, you would catch the hearts. And you, and you had to catch the hearts and you had to run across and then get the spinach and punch Pluto, then make your way to save olive oil at yeah, the top. Yeah, yeah. Like, like she took Donkey Kong's place, essentially. Yeah. 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 The top. But so. um Yeah, I don't know. I kind of I'm kinda of gonna buy this <laughs> the day it comes out. I don't care how poorly at reviews but it looks so silly and just <laughs> looking at these screenshots and i can't get over it it's just so silly that someone said to themselves we should make the world needs a new popeye game that will unite the world a brand i mean new... <laughs> look at this picture of oliver i can't she's like with her hands up it's oh so my hilarious. goodness wait oh <laughs> What there's screenshots? Wait, going to scroll yeah, down. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm looking. I'm gonna, at I'm, gonna, I'm gonna drop this link in the chat. There's, no, no, no. I'm looking at there, the actual Nintendo.com/slash/games Popeye Switch. Yes, like it's on the website, and I'm looking at this, and uh, I, I am obsessed. <laughs> I am. What? What is? Look at this. Look I at can. This. See it. I mean, for those here, look at these textures. There's like no detail at all in the textures or in the or in the. I'm, I'm, I'm so tempted just just. It pop. looks so basic. I'm so tempted oh my just God. to pop Corey. this over over here. I'm gonna pop Corey. this over. I'm gonna pop it over Corey. your face. But I'm gonna pop it over your face. Just give me a Corey. second. Look at that. It's Corey. over your face. I I I want it. <laughs> it's over your face right now, so Eddie. I am I am as we speak. I am currently set up to stream. I have the Elgato here. All my cables hooked up on the gaming laptop next to me. Do I stream this when it comes out in two days? What I can do right now. Is my first game going to be fucking Popeye? I mean, it could be. I could be. I mean, right now I could just replace. I I don't know if you're watching the tw- the live Twitch, Andy, but I've been basically while well, you've been explaining this game, I am showing the the great world, uh, covering your face, obviously, um, mm-hmm. the po- the Popeye mm-hmm. screenshots as we're talking about them. Um, yeah, the less of my face is good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now we're, we get to see uh, the vultures flying in and trying to take out Popeye. Uh, we got Olive in the tower with her arms up, uh, obviously cheering for everyone. 
Uh, we've got, uh, oh I think God. it's Brutus walking up the, uh, the pirate ship there, I think. Uh, that's what's going on there. We got the words at the bottom, as you can see. It, I think it says, "I love you." Uh, you people can't see the bottom, but yeah, it's, there's... I love you, my. What does it say? It no, no, says, no, I love you, W. I with... love you with all my heart. I love you with all my heart, Popeye. Okay, but as you can see, there's the Popeye, mm -hmm. so everyone can see. There you go. Mm -hmm. Now everyone's seen Popeye. I know you guys got to miss Andy's beautiful face for a bit there. If you're listening to this on uh, your favorite podcast platform, you saw nothing. But that's why you need to come and see these episodes live on Twitch so you can see all the shenanigans <laughs> that go on because uh, these shenanigans. Oh and you get to see possibly Andy play this game live on oh dual gosh. screens. I, I I'm, we're walking him through. We're going to get him through this. I'm going to bust a gut. And the bust again. All right, gonna, Corey. What's next on let's, the list of? of let, 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 I can't because I, I I could talk about this Popeye game. I know that's like, what I'm saying. I know that's what I'm saying. So let's let's see what's <laughs> what's next on our list of stuff. Marvel mm -hmm. Avengers becomes a little less shitty, is what you put here, Andy. What does yes. this mean? Mm -hmm. What what by by what is going on? I know there was a bunch of problems originally when they had the game come out on Game Pass. Well. And then you they should went read all the things. Oh, that's exactly read, what they're apologizing for. You should read the statement that they released today. Okay, I will read this statement. Uh, so basically, they mm -hmm. came out today and they said, We apologize for mm -hmm. not responding sooner to your concerns about the addition of paid consumables in the marketplace. Now, for people that don't know, uh, and this is not by them. This is by me. Uh, those paid consumables were experienced consumables. So you could start a new character, buy a bunch of experience, instantly max your guy mm -hmm. out, and not spend 120 hours like me and Andy did in this game when it first came out. Right. Uh, like a bunch of chumps. Yeah. We introduced them as options for an evolving player base. We did not see them as a pay to win since they didn't offer power directly. After consuming your feedback, we've decided by the end of today, we will remove them the hero catalyst and the fragment extractor for purchase. They will continue to be earnable rewards and those already you owned are still usable. We hope that this can be a first step in rebuilding your confidence as us in us as a team. It continues to be our goal to make Avengers the very best game possible. Thank you for being a part of Marvel Avengers community. Don't worry. Uh, at some point we will bring out Spider-Man and love the PlayStation community. Uh, now you're just <laughs> throwing a bunch of wish lists in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes. So a few things I want to say about this game in general. Um, I've been hearing so many good things about the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Oh, 100%. It's been getting very strong reviews. And it's not complete S. And I feel a large part of that is because Avengers really flopped big time like on the reception side like it sold well on the marvel name but as a game itself it was broken in a lot of places that for us we like played it for a week straight and it was gone from our lives yep forever and we don't want to come back to it it's a shame that it took the Avengers game to be trash to make a good Guardians game. Exactly. Because while I love the Guardians of the Galaxy characters, I adore the Avengers ones even more. 
Mm-hmm. And it sucks that that game had to be shit first for them to learn how to handle a Marvel IP with more respect and finesse. But, you know, live and learn. Exactly. And I mean, the, the nice thing is, it's nice to see that due to the response they've been getting, at least, it seems they have been making ch- challenge uh, changes for the better of the mm-hmm. game. Now, that do the, the positive side of this is that if they are listening to everyone and they're seeing what Guardians of the Galaxy is doing right, maybe they may, hopefully, Disney maybe gives them a chance to make another Marvel game and then this one will actually be good mm-hmm. um, because I want a good Avengers game and please bring out Spider-Man because it's the only character I want. Well, you know, listen. Listen. Avengers did well enough for them to say, all right, you can make a Guardians game. But, yeah. you know, you gotta, you gotta fix your shit. You can't... <laughs> this can't fly again. So, they've course-corrected and made a much stronger, better, single-player-driven story game, which has been, again, getting rave reviews, and I'm actually gonna be playing it at some point because I purchased it over the weekend, so that's also waiting alongside Deathloop and, you know, Tribes of Midgard on the... 10 more games I bought on sale the other day. Um, so yeah, it's 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 nice to see a company say we fucked up and we got greedy and we're sorry and we're gonna fix this and address this and exactly please don't like put the pitchforks down because we're listening. Exactly in a sense. So but again, I feel like it's 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 sad that it's the mindset is can we get away with this first? Will they complain about it? Will enough complain about it where it gets too loud? Because if people are buying it and they're mainly okay with it and you don't have an angry mob behind you, mm-hmm. that's fine. But it takes for them to say, all right, let's put this out there. If they bitch, we'll pull it back. If not, we'll just get all the money. That's what we'll do. <laughs> Well, Corey, speaking of Marvel, I feel like this is becoming an alarming new trend in gaming. There was once a time when I was growing up when licensed movies into games were a thing. So if there was like there was a Catwoman movie at some point that became a game. Yep. There was Batman Begins that became a game. There was Spider-Man Hulk 3. that became a game. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man 2. A lot of stuff. Like if it was a movie, there was a game version. But those games were so much ass that went away. Except for Spider-Man 2. Yeah, that, the game was amazing. And the Hulk game was also pretty fucking Yes, amazing. yes. The first Hulk game. Ultimate So, n- yes. Now that we've learned how to make proper comic book movies that don't suck completely, or that aren't totally campy, um, Marvel is really gearing up their gaming position. I mean... 
Spider-Man has sold over, I want to say, I think 15 million copies at this point, maybe close to 20 million copies. They announced that XCOM-like Marvel game not too long ago. Yep, yep. And we just got Avengers, and we just got Guardians, and amongst all that Marvel stuff, we're getting another new Marvel project with the director of Uncharted, Amy Hennig. Oh, what's it going to be? I am a little hype for this, Corey. Amy Hennig, if you don't know, um, took hold of Soul Reaver way back in the days of IDOS and Crystal Dynamics. And she sort of, she took Blood Omen and then made Soul Reaver. And that was phenomenal. And then she went on to join Naughty Dog and gave us Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Some of the best games in gaming, period. Especially Uncharted 2. Did she half write Uncharted 4? I can't remember what. No, I think she was involved in the beginning phase of it. And then I think her and Neil Druckmann didn't see eye to eye on how certain things would play out. And she's like, all right, I'm going to go. But either way, one, two, three. Peace out. You make, yeah, you do this. I'm going to peace out. And she's been more of a consultant slash writing yeah sort of a role in other games since but this is i think her her real like next big her project like it's she's directing it's all her with her her, with her brand new team mm-hmm. and um yeah uh what could this be i don't I mean, know what this could be it's crazy because like i say um it's hard to say is this going to be another like a full uh, i don't know like the problem is we already got so we've already got spider-man being mm-hmm. made i'm assuming if this was another like spider-man's already being made us insomniac if this was being part of it we would have known about that sure so i'm, I'm assuming that wolverine we already know is being mm-hmm. i think we already they already revealed who's writing that if i'm correct i can't remember mm-hmm. Right, but this is her like yeah she's now joined skydance uh media she's all she's like this is her heading up their first game so it's it's mm, mm. it's hard to say because the, the we do remember if i'm correct she was also supposed to be writing a new star wars game at some point but then that mm. went under the wherever. right but that tells right. me like it seems like her stories have always been really good about creating a world atmosphere and a team right. or or multiple characters not just one which tells me that i'm assuming and this is my thing because there's one thing that we have we've talked about marvel mm. marvel 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 but a lot mm. of people forget that mm. for the longest time x-men wasn't part of marvel and since mm-hmm. the uh, since they've acquired Disney has acquired the X-Men franchise and Deadpool and stuff like that. We have yet to see anything. The first game really is going to be Wolverine. But what if this is an X-Men game? Like an actual like big ball buster X-Men game. 
you, you get the whole world like i just i could just see her doing well at the universe of talking about mutants and the rights and the, like mm-hmm. building that universe and things so right i don't know i'm excited um well they're describing this as the exact quote here i want to pull it's actually a really good quote that kind of like highlights the game it's a narrative driven blockbuster action and adventure game featuring a completely original story and take on the marvel universe marvel said (laughs) so that's like so stretchy and vague where it could be anything at this point it could be like a a a really bold take on the x-men could or it the be, Avengers. Could we? Could or we? Or the make, Fantastic Four. What about if this could be the injustice of Marvel? I was gonna say they should Suicide Squad this and do like some villain pieces. Well, that's what I mean. But it, but the, I'm saying in the Injustice version, where basically when DC mm. when when they made the game and Injustice just came in there and they went, we're gonna rewrite everything. Superman's gonna kill people. Oh yeah, what? like I mean, essentially that's what spider-man does spider-man exists yeah. in its own little bubble of the marvel universe yeah exactly that's their version of spider-man his origin like how doc came to be and miles it's its own little self-contained little universe which being its own game so, that yeah just I, means seems it's going to be amazing because i the idea that they don't have to follow the exact universe as it is gives them mm-hmm. all writing creativity and a writer right without having their hands held behind their back this is going to be mm-hmm amazing right as long as amy is in the driver's seat i have complete no. confidence yep. in this project yeah. 100%. she knows how to write the fuck out of a game like her writing skills are just unparalleled and unmatched in gaming she has written some of the most emotional stories in gaming and to see her apply that talent to a marvel property that's that sounds bananas to me that does very very much bananas but uh yeah i'm thrilled for that i'm so excited you know so much excited that that brings up so much hype that i'm ready to go into the hype zone andy we've been missing the hype zone for weeks oh god because you haven't been you guys didn't do it for the last two weeks well see (laughs) so here's how it is this is where uh I'll admit, so fully, I, the, I, I'll admit Chloe. fully <laughs> that I haven't watched the show to 100% and paid attention to 100% of the way it is. You guys. And so when the hype zone first came out, I was going to start actually hyping things. And then Steve's like, what are you doing? This is this is, this is not what the hype zone is all about. Um, so, uh, yeah, we were waiting for a topic to have because this is well, you. So the, 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 right. bring us back to the, the, the true hype zone. Okay. I'm just going to read you the headline, Corey. Okay. Because I really feel like the headline is enough okay. for the hype zone. Okay. Because it is the most true statement in gaming today. And I feel that the big three of gaming... Your PlayStation, your Nintendo, your Xbox should be quaking in their boots at this headline. Okay. Okay. And it goes like this. 
Apple says it competes with PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo in sign of gaming importance. Let's read further. Previously, Apple only said it competed against Google's Android and Microsoft Windows for the attention of software developers. But in a recent regulatory filing, Apple products now compete with Sony PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo as a gaming platform. There you have it, Corey. They're just the Apple the Apple Arcade is gonna take them all down. We talk about sales figures, demand. Talk about selling. buying Sega. So you're saying this is where Sega's going. Right. No, I feel like even if someone were to buy Sega, it wouldn't matter because if you're not on Team Apple, <laughs> you're doomed. So you you know, Nintendo could buy Microsoft and that wouldn't rock the world because whatever Apple is doing is gonna be bigger than that. Yeah. Bigger, bolder, better. <sighs> These times, Corey, they change so rapidly. You know? They do. And I feel like this is a turning point in our lives. In all gamers' lives. Um... And then we have uh, Steven in the Discord right, in, the, in the chat right now. Okay, who is the real hype? <laughs> he comes in the fucking last five minutes of the show. <laughs> oh, lordy. Well, uh, that is the show. I feel. Do we, do we, do we do a Facebook question? I don't know. That's usually Steven Stick, and I've been on vacation <laughs> for two weeks. And if you guys forget the hype zone, then I I don't think that got done either. So, <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, it, here, Andy, I got a question for you now. Yeah, why don't you ask short... me a question? We'll 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 we'll, well, yeah. throw it out to... we'll, we'll throw it out to chat. everyone and to the chat here that's sitting with us. Uh, something else that happened this week was the uh, PlayStation Showcase. So, uh, one, <laughs> one. I, I'm trying to memory hole that a little bit, but go on. Okay, one. Um, go on. Uh-huh. Remember, this was a third party <laughs> showcase. What did you pull away from this? What was your big pull away uh for two um what do you think this means that we've had two showcases in two months do you think we're going to get a third in december is this going to be the new nintendo train i feel like there's a term that exists that's called that goes less is more sometimes nothing could be more too you could do nothing and you're totally fine i feel like um that state of play, while it showed a lot of interesting and fun-looking games, yeah. when you have that label of third-party, when you call it, it's a third-party showcase, Yeah, I'm thinking the big AAA third-party partner. Yeah, right? well, especially your when Square we saw the Enix, leak. <laughs> your Ubisoft, you know, your EA, your Activision, like... 
all of your advertising partners, your marketing rights you have under contract. We're going to showcase that stuff. This looked like a lot of indie things, which I'm not going to shit on them. I love indie games, but call it an indie game showcase. Exactly. I loved seeing, whatchamacallit, Little Devil Inside, look phenomenal. I'm going to buy that day one. Yep. But this could have been like a blog post or a tweet. That shouldn't have been a state of play. True enough. I feel like you had a really great um, state of play-ish thing showcase that gave us Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine, and that was great. And now there's this. This can't be the last thing you show this year because it was so lackluster and dull. Like, and it was 20 minutes long. It was short, but I still want those 20 minutes of my life back. That was. I effect. think I think I agree with you. If they would have just renamed it, um, and just yes, yeah. like Indie Spotlight, PlayStation Indie Spotlight. If they would have yeah. called it that. I think, yeah. especially because the big thing for everyone, I think, was there was leaks coming out before the thing even happened that said Final Fantasy 16 was going to be there. Oh, we yeah. Were, there was all these big games going to be shown at this. And then oh, wait, they did show... Didn't they show some Square Enix game? What did they show again? Oh, no. yeah, it was um, Star car- Ocean, which yeah, looked yeah. like a fucking PS2 game. God, I don't get why they have to have those weird, like human looking dolls that they make those graphics out of no yeah there's no there's no i did Time like the car racer though that car racer though i like the idea i was so excited i thought i was gonna be mod nation racers yo too. that cart racer is actually based on an existing ip look it up it exists that franchise so it's like a sequel slash reboot of that arcade cart racer yeah just but so I, you know yeah but um there you go. Yeah, I'm going to say if you want to maybe de-sour the moment and, you know, don't end the year on that state of play, um, there are two simple remedies. You have either a really big showing at the Game Awards, like put two or three big trailers out there for that award show, big yeah. reveals. Yep, yep. Or you bring back PSX in December. I mean, PlayStation experience. Make it a digital format. I think that the smartest thing they could do would be doing a full digital PSX. We haven't had one in forever. And to have like, here's demos for a week, here's trials for a week, here's all this stuff. Yeah, do all that. Bring in like, you know, Santa Monica for like a round table, God of War, Ragnarok discussion, discussion on like Last of Us factions. Give me all that. Talk like about the new Popeye game. About shit. Uh, yeah, of course. You're going to talk about the new Popeye game. So, yeah. Um, I would say if it had just been named, it's funny how you have, you go in with zero expectations. You call it a third party. Cool. No big first party shit. No big reveals. No VR. Yeah, it's going to be tame. And it's, somehow it was. Tamer than tame. Way less than tame. <laughs> I know, Andy. Uh, all right, Corey. I think that brings us that to the end of the show. the show. I think it does too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for all that, um, want to see us. You know where to find me. I'm the Grounded Gamer. 
Corey. You can find me at mm-hmm. the Grounded Gamer on everything. Andy, where can they find you? They can find me in Astoria, Queens. But you have to look really hard to find me because I really leave my house. But there is a new Krispy Kreme by me. That's all the clues you're going to get. I am near that brand new Krispy Kreme. That's where you'll find me at the Krispy Kreme. But you can find me online, never tweeting at, at PantsGuy. <laughs> you can find me maybe sometimes tweeting shit from our account at dual underscore screens at Twitter, on the Twitter. Um, but if you really want to find me, you give me a dollar, join the Patreon, get in the Discord, and you have all access to Andy. That's how you get me for realsies. Okay. For realsies. <laughs> and then uh, that's where you get all the access to the other shows we do. Because we do lots. And yeah, there's going to be have a like, lot more coming. Holy cow. The amount we of have, stuff. We're doing stuff. We're like oh. spending money and doing stuff, which is great. It's, it's funny. Oh, I will say this. I just put in an application for PAX Unplug for in uh, December. So if that goes through, you'll find me in Philadelphia doing stuff again on the, shore, on the show floor. Maybe. Eating Krispy Kremes? Eating Krispy Kremes, yes. Can you buy a box of Krispy Kremes and just like every time oh you get someone just... My, just... My, my, listen, my first real job, I was like almost 300 pounds because i had a client that would bring me a fucking dozen Krispy Kreme donuts every single week and i would eat them in the office like as an appetizer (laughs) (laughs) i would eat them like i had problems like i don't eat my feelings i just like to eat So, with that bit of therapy and insight, thank you, Corey, for being here this week. You're welcome. Thank you, Stephen, for being in the chat. I love you, buddy. It's been now three weeks, and I miss you so much. Um, Stephen is doing New World stuff, Faction Wars, tomorrow. I think doing the first episode with Taylor, our other awesome dual screens cohort and with that listeners thank you for joining us on the crossplay podcast where we discuss all things popeye and marvel <laughs> that's the main two points of the entire show in case you're wondering <laughs> thank you Corey. thank you everyone in the chat on twitch i love you all each and every one of you to a special place in my heart and with that Please be excellent to each other.